Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Reaching the Masses Media Ministry in our new background, our new location in the same house, but new location. And I am your host, Evangelist Portia McIver, and our camera person and all around Tech is Sister Stephanie Pritchett. We thank all of you for being here this morning. Today is Sunday, October the 13th. Yes, amen. And I hope your Sunday this thus far has been wonderful. Amen. Uh, we started out as a sunny, cold day. And ended up as a cloudy, cool day. So I guess it's just going to be cloudy today. I'm hoping that's not going to affect the quality of the video. But um, today we're coming to you. Well, well, you know what? Here I am. I told you, go live and things go, to, go awry. Welcome to... Reaching the Masses Ministry, Sunday morning services. Amen. Hallelujah. I've already told you who I am. 
and whoever you are, then I will say again, welcome, welcome, welcome. We are on Instagram Live this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Hi, Instagram. I know I've been gone for a while, but we had to get some things together, some building and oh my, yeah. But we were on the other channels and of course, you know, when you're live, video is, <laughs> you got to be careful, hallelujah. Even in live audio, you got to be careful, especially, especially live video. I don't want to be up here picking my nose or scratching my face or whatever, you know. But um, I thank you all for being out this morning. And I thank every country. I think Sister Stephanie has got in a description box or somewhere scrolling along. Every nation that we're being heard in today. Um, if she has a list, I can call them out. Brazil. Zambia. Italy. Russia. Germany. Ireland, Scotland, Canada, I'm sorry, of course, the United States, amen, and our viewership in Germany is really increasing, hallelujah, you know, you have a group of Christians all over the place, and I thank God for all of them showing up and listening. Hallelujah, and I'm going to do my best. She's also my wardrobe person, y'all. You saw her little fingers up there. She's also my wardrobe person. I'm going to do my best today to allow the Lord to use me as his vessel to speak to you. Amen. Hallelujah. Let us go before the throne of grace. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you and we glorify your name. Lord, we ask you to bless each and every listening ear today. Hallelujah. Male and female. Hallelujah. Lord, we glorify your name. Hallelujah. We give you the highest praise. Hallelujah. Which is, according to the word of God, the word hallelujah. Father God, we thank you for being our Father, our King, our Deliverer. Hallelujah, for you are truly Elohim, God Almighty. Hallelujah, we thank you in the name of Jesus, your Son. Hallelujah, the one that hung, bled, and died on the cross for us. Hallelujah, so that we may have a chance at eternal life. He died to give us our dominion back in this world. Lord, wake your people up. Wake the ecclesia up. Hallelujah. Your gathered ones. Hallelujah. Those who name the name of Christ, those who are saved, sealed, hallelujah, heirs and joint heirs with Christ. Wake them up, Lord. They got to know who they are. They are the ecclesia. And that's what you call them. Hallelujah. A congregation, hallelujah, of blood-washed, hallelujah, saints of God, hallelujah. Lord, they need to know who they are. 
Allow us to teach them. Hallelujah. Because it's too long. We've gone too long. Hallelujah. Not knowing who we are. Having an identity crisis. The thing that you have said in your word that we paid no attention to. But Lord, it's high time for the ecclesia to work out. Uh, to wake up and take their steps. Take their position as having dominion and authority over the earth. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we pray and we thank you, Lord. Amen. Okay, saints. Today, we're coming to you with uh, the prayer list. And Sister Stephanie is in the background, and she's going to name it out to me, and I'm going to rename it out to you. Amen. To your cook, Lennon Owens, Edna Clark. Y'all saw that blank look, right? I had a senior moment. Anyway, Keith Cavey, Monica Batts, Emery, and Diane Home, along with their son, Remy. Home. He's a young man that got um, in a motorcycle accident. So we pray for him. They'll say he'll never walk again. But I know a God that says otherwise. Amen. And Brother Lynn, he is one of our classmates, Sister Anne. Um, that's her brother. And he suffers from schizophrenia. But again, and I will repeat it again, hallelujah. God's word said, if you keep your mind stayed on him, he will keep your mind in perfect peace. Amen. All of us have had a chance to just spaz out, freak out, lose our very mind, especially with the mess that's going on in the United States and other countries today. But we, as the ecclesiastes, choose to stand. See, when things happen like this, we stand up. And I know a, a lot of you are out there, and because of all the shootings and things that have gone on, you're saying, you know, get rid of the weapons, get rid of the weapons, get rid of the weapons. Yeah, I agree up to a certain point. With the world being the way it is today, whew, I'll put it this way. There's a program called Common Sense. And of course, I've got two prophets. I've got Mark Taylor, and I have got Marcus Rogers. Rogers. Why can't I remember that? It's Dorothy's last name. Marcus Rogers. Um, those two are right on the nose. But then we found another young man and his site is common common sense he's on youtube he's another one then there's still steve quayle he's also very serious right on the nose then there's stephen bender now he's not a prophet he's just a jewish preacher teacher amen and he can tell you a lot of things about the united states and about about the world y'all Amen. 
He used to work, I think it was for the CIA. And yeah, he's got a lot of information and he's bringing out a lot of stuff. So these are people I listen to. I have vetted them and what they say come to pass. So when they say something, you can mark it and you can best believe it's going to be. Now I'm hearing that the United States has um, brought forth some Marines. I thought maybe they were for D.C., but it looks like they're going to send them to California. Um, don't know what's happening. I know the lights in California are out. And I have my, what am I going to say, idea about what that is. Um, I remember Pompeo going over to, I know I, I'm sounding like a newscaster. But, you know, God's people perish for a lack of knowledge. Amen. I remember Pompeo going over into Israel and purchasing, what are those things called? Iron domes. Now, see, we've been threatened from every end. And if they hit our grids, yeah, America going to be in the dark, y'all. Amen. You're not going to be able to do anything if you have an electric stove like I do. I don't like gas stoves. I don't like the smell of them. I don't like anything about a gas stove. Even my <clears throat> heating in my house is electric. But guess what? If the grid goes down, I lose it all. Amen. Hallelujah. But, long story short, I'm beginning now to tell people to prepare. I heard our president say that earlier part of, I think it was last year. And see, a lot of people don't listen to Donald Trump. They hear his tweets, some of them, when he rants. But I listen to them, most of them all, you know. And I listen to all of his speeches. And then those people around him, you know. You gotta listen Hallelujah. Stop letting things go over your head. Oh, that's old Trump. We don't want to hear that. Sometimes you need to listen to your president. I want him to start having a monthly fireside chat. Or maybe a bi-weekly fireside chat. Like one of the other presidents did. To let us know what's going on. Amen. More people will listen on the TV than will listen on Twitter. Because most people don't take Twitter seriously. Especially when you get on there and rant and wave, rave. I can tell you something. When you use your telephone and you're texting somebody, it's easy. You know yourself. It's easy for people to mistaken what you say. They see the words, but those words have no feelings. Amen? But if you're in front of them, they see the expressions on your face. So they know what you mean. Excuse me. Trying to keep my throat right this morning. Amen. But they know what you mean. Same thing with tweets. You don't know what they mean. They say one thing. It sounds one way. But they mean it a whole different way. I have heard of friendships. Breaking up over text or tweets. 
We got to learn to get face to face again. Amen. Talk to one another. Don't <laughs> How many of you, when someone texts you, it gets on your last nerve? I'm saying, don't do that. Call me. I'm alive. Amen. I'm here. I will answer your call. If you're not a robocall, I will answer your call. Call me. Don't text me. Because I may take your text to say one thing when you really mean another. Amen. Those words on that screen, mm -mm, that's not good. Call me. Amen. And I might tell my family that tomorrow night. Instead of texting me, one text behind the other. Some people can text so fast. I'm saying, how are they even putting words on the screen that fast? But they say now, people can text as fast as they can type. I said, wow. Uh-huh, they're going to end up with arthritis in their fingers. Amen. Hallelujah. Anyway, that's what I want the president to do. So if anybody out there knows the president, and believe me, this is not my idea. I listened to, I think it was the man on Common Sense News that said this. He would like to see the president have a fireside chat, as one of the other presidents did. Sister Stephanie, look up who had the which president had the fireside chat. But that's what we would rather for him to do so that we can see his face. Because, you know, you can read a person's face and you can see whether they're being honest or whether they're being dishonest. I'm sorry. Franklin Roosevelt. Belt. Mm, not belt. Franklin Roosevelt. Franklin Delano Roosevelt is the one who used to have the fireside chat. What year was that? Oh, God. That was before. That was before I was born, y'all. Good Lord. Anyway, they say he used to come on and have a fireside chat, and that's why the people loved him so much. He let them know what was going on. He did a State of the Union. Basically, that's what he was saying, a State of the United States, telling them what's going on and what foreign policies have been passed and what they are to expect. We want that from our president, a fireside chat. Even if it's not a fireside, just sit at your desk and talk to the nation. We need to see you. We don't need to hear you on tweet. We need to see your face. Amen, y'all? All right. Yeah, that's the Southern girl, the Southern Belle coming out of me again. But I'm, I'm serious. I would rather see him, hear him on TV behind his desk then read a tweet. Where does that tweet go to when it leaves your fingers? Is someone altering something there? You know, there's so much hacking going on. We don't know what's going on. Is that really his true tweet? Or did somebody add a couple of words that, that won't supposed to be? But on TV, if he's live, that's him in living color. Amen. That's what we want. Maybe I should write a letter to the president. Hmm. We'll see.
But President Trump, if you're listening, that's what the people want. A fireside chat, a deskside chat, a face-to-face chat with the people who are you are leader over. Amen. We need that. Even if it's once a month, we need that. Amen. Especially in these days and times. We need to see your face. We need to hear your voice. You are the one that God appointed over us. So we need to see your face. We don't need to hear your tooth. We need to see your faith and let us know how you feel. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, we're coming to you today with several scriptures, and you've seen the um title, and it is the results of persistent prayer. I woke up this morning, early this morning, and um, round five, that's my schedule, y'all, and I was heading to the little girl's room, and um, all of a sudden, I hear, I had the TV on, I had it on this program that plays scriptures, that's what's playing in my room at night, because my TV in my bedroom is not on during the day. So while I'm sleeping at night, I have scriptures playing in my room. It relaxes me, and that's a way for me to continually hear the word. Amen. Hallelujah. That's a way to, even my subconscious can be hearing the word at night. Because you know your subconscious never sleep. Amen. And what's in there is going to eventually come out of here. And that's what I want. I want the word of God to come out of my mouth. Amen. But I was getting up this morning, and um, all of a sudden, another program came on. The scripture stopped right in the middle of it. And I heard this man, and I didn't recognize his voice. I know who he is now, because Stephanie looked on the, whatever she looks on to find out what the last thing was that played. And it was a preacher called Derek Prince. I tell you, I had heard about him, but I had never heard him. I had heard good things about him. But now I'm understanding Derek <laughs> Okay, thank you. Now y'all know why I don't be on live a lot. I'm, um, how can I put it? I am losing weight. Um, during the time that I was sick, I wasn't eating, and I've lost some weight. I don't know if you can tell or not, you know. But my clothes are, are becoming big. So forgive me if you see Sister Stephanie's hand pulling up something. But my clothes are getting a little bit, y'all. And that's a good thing. Amen. Because I can pass them on to somebody else. But anyway, let us go on. Told you live. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, Dirk Prince. If that man didn't preach this morning, oh, my God. 
And he said a couple of things that I remember. One of them was he was talking about persistent prayer. And I said, Lord, what is going on? Who is this man? But it stayed in my heart, stayed in my spirit. There was nothing but the Lord waking me up this morning. I was going one way, and this is the way he said to go, to talk about persistent prayer. Amen. Now, we've often talked about prayer. You all have heard me. If not, go back to some of the archives and listen to my teaching on prayer. Amen. But Pastor Prince, I don't know Reverend Prince, I don't know what he is, but this is my first time hearing. I'll find out later on because I want to listen to some of his videos. But he was talking about persistent prayer. And I say, Lord, where is that in the scripture? I've never seen that in the Bible. But I understand he was in the, what was that translation? Good news translation. And it does say persistent prayer, ongoing prayer, continuing to pray. You know, most preachers tell you nowadays, you don't need to ask God for nothing but once. You ask him and then you thank him. And you continue to thank him. But that version talks about persistent prayer. Now, the scripture I'm coming from today is coming from where? No. The effectual. James 5.16. The book of James 5.16. And it reads as thus. The effectual. Give me a moment, y'all. Okay. Lord, get my brain together. Your words, my mouth. The effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. Now, I'm going to do something. I'm going to switch words. The persistent prayer of the righteous availeth much. Effectual means around the same thing. You know, you can kind of scoot around the meaning, you know. The effectual, the prayer that you pray, a prayer that you mean. Amen. A prayer of power. When you are persistent, there's a power behind your persistence. You can't be persistent without having some kind of power behind it. Amen. Hallelujah. You can't be boring and dull and be persistent. Amen. Persistence means continual. Amen. Let's put the continual, fervent, persistent prayer availeth much. But that's really what it's saying. I said, Lord, you know what? There are so many things that I'm learning. People have already told, always told me, pray for it one time, and they start thanking it. And I keep on thanking and thanking and thanking. Yeah, things come to pass. But I remember a scripture in the Bible where the young lady came toward, I mean, before the king. And she kept bugging that king. She was being persistent. And the king 
told the people around him. He said, I've got to answer this woman's prayer. She wanted revenge for something that had happened in her life. She kept coming. She kept coming. She kept coming, asking for revenge, asking the king to revenge her. She was persistent. Guess what? The king could have said, you know what? Get rid of this woman. Hang her from the highest gallow. So she getting on my nerves. But he didn't. She got to him. With her persistence, she got to him. Guess what? God is the king. He is king of kings. Don't tell me that if you don't go to him persistently, hallelujah, that he won't answer your prayer. He's not going to turn you on. He's going to answer that prayer. Answer that prayer. Let me tell you something else I found out. Found out. When your persistence, your persistence builds up your faith. Because so you say, okay, it hasn't happened yet, so I'm going back. You don't keep on going back to something if you don't know inside of you that it's going to happen. You don't know when it's going to happen, but you know it's going to happen. You have that faith. So you keep going back and back. Because I know you're going to answer me, Father. So I'm going to be persistent. Amen. Hallelujah. Faith without works is dead. In this case, this lady's works was her persistence. Amen. So don't let nobody tell you. You just ask. And then you go ahead and you thank God. Yes, you thank him. But be persistent. You keep going to him. Ask him, Father, I thank you for what you're about to do. Lord, remember, I asked for such and such and such and such. Or Lord, I need such and such and such and such. Or Lord, I desire such and such and such and such. In the name of Jesus, Lord, answer my prayer. I'm going to be persistent. Lord, because I believe your word. I wouldn't come to you if I didn't believe your word. And I know that you're going to answer my prayer. And I thank you in advance. In the name of Jesus, amen. That's your prayer. And watch it come to pass. There were a couple of other scriptures that I want Sister Stephanie to read, if she would, to bring this right on down front to you. Amen. This is Stephanie. I'm sorry? No, the other one. That one is right. No, I just said that one. The persistence. No, we didn't. They can't hear you. Yeah. Okay. Luke 18, 1. He spake a parable unto them to his end, that man ought always to pray and not to faint. Okay. He spake a prayer. Parable unto them. Unto them. To this end. To this end. That man ought always. That man ought to always. Pray. Pray. And not to faint. And not to faint. That means not stop. 
Hmm. Be persistent. Is that what it's saying? Be persistent in your prayer. See, sometimes you got to go and read for yourself. Because sometimes you listen to some of these people out here. And um, we'll just let it go with that. Amen. Study to show yourself approved. A workman that need is not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. I, I'll, I'll tell you a little story. I hear someone preach one time. And it was something that he said and he made me feel so bad. I said, Lord, well, I guess I'm lost. And, and for a long time, I felt that way. I had a cousin like that. They told her that she blasphemed against the Holy Ghost. Ooh, good God in heaven. Y'all, church people sometimes can be so cruel, especially those that don't know the word. And not just church people, the world can too. We see that every day. But sometimes church people who have no word, no learning, can be so cold and cruel. And they told that girl that she had blasphemed against the Holy Ghost. No, she did not. At that time, I was young, and I don't even think I was in church at that time. Yeah, I said in church because I was in a building. Amen. I was not saved. But I heard that. And it was like, oh my God, what's going to happen? And I was expecting her to die any day because the lady told her that and I heard it. I said, oh my God. Then she began to tell other people, blasting all over the place. Ooh. The girl never gave her life to Christ. She died. She heard that in her ear. It messed her up. She ended up out on the streets. She ended up doing things that she was not supposed to do because the young lady thought she was lost because of something some sister said to her and she thought she would never go to heaven. My God. Mm. Oh, ooh. I'm sorry, y'all. That hurts me today. She ended up dying in a fire. I'm praying that she called on the name of Jesus. Because the Bible said, Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. So I'm praying that she did call on the name of Jesus. And when we get up there, hallelujah, when the rapture occurs and the Lord takes us home, I'm praying that one of the faces I'll see is her. Because what happened to her should not happen to anybody. It almost happened to me. Because I've not always been perfect. But they told me, you're going to hell. I had people to tell me when I was young. Because I've always been quick mouth, you know. You're not even going to live until you get 20. Man, I was scared every day of my life. When I hit 21, I got cautious. 
22, I begin to stand up. 23, 24, here I am in my 60s. And I say, ha, ha, you were wrong. But did you make it in? I know that I'm going to make it in because I've done what the word has said. And I'm still doing what the word has said. I know that I'm going to make it in, but I don't know if they made it in. But see, now that I've learned the word, now I can come back to you and teach you. So like I said, people will say a lot of things. Sometimes people will be so cruel. That's an example of people in the world, an example of mean people in the church. You still got them in there. Amen. Like my mom used to say, some of them old mother, you know, some of them old deacon. Mm-hmm. I'll let that alone. Anyway, study the word for yourself. They always told me, pray one time. And that's what I had been doing. Now, yeah, my prayers have been answered because God knew that I didn't know all of it. But when The preacher preached this morning, Derek Prince, and he said to be persistent. He came out of another version. But I just read from, what was it, the King James Version? That's literally what they're saying. Be persistent. What was the scripture now? Repeat it again to me. The last one. Man are always to pray and not to faint. What's the rest of it? Okay, never mind. Man are always to pray and not to faint. Be persistent in prayer and don't faint. Keep on praying. In other words, faint is stop, pass out, stop, end. Amen. When a person faint, they can be standing there talking, they're moving, they're breathing, all of a sudden they're gone. Boom. They're not doing anything, not moving, they're breathing. But man ought to always pray and not to faint. Be persistent in your prayer. God wants you to be persistent. You ever had your kid ask you for something? Like I used to have. (laughs) I told you about my kids. And when they were persistent about something, I knew they really wanted it. Amen. And they got it. Amen. And even with me and my mom, I remember a um, dog that had came out. And I think at that time I was... uh, 12, 13, somewhere on in there. And I had heard of this dog called the Shelly Dog. The Shelly Dog was like a Barbie doll, but she had this hair growing out of her head. I fell in love with that dog because the hair grew out of her head and down to her feet. And as young girls, we want hair like that, you know? So if I couldn't get hair like that, then I wanted a doll with hair like that. It amazed me when I would see the commercial and the hair would 
just go out the top of her head down to her feet. Beautiful, lush, black, blonde. It was only, you know, you had a Caucasian doll and you had an African-American doll. And they both had long, lush, beautiful, thick hair. And I wanted that doll. And I told my mom about that doll. I talked about that doll all the time. And I thought about I said, well, you know, I heard, and by the time I had learned about single parenthood and all that kind, I said she might not be able to afford it. Because I think that doll at the time was about $19, somewhere along in there. And um, I wanted, I said she might not have the money to get it. So I started doubting, but I was still persistent in talking about Shelly. I said, when I get Shelly, I'm going to put some rollers on her head, and I'm going to braid her hair, and my, oh, I'll be glad when Christmas get here so I can get my Shelly doll. I'm looking for my Shelly. I said it so much. One day she told, you know what, I'm tired of hearing about Shelly doll. So just be quiet about it, okay? And I knew then, I said, oh, my God. I'm doomed. I'm not going to get my Shelly doll. But it was still in my heart. And I would talk and whisper to my sisters, I want that Shelly doll. She still heard me. When Christmas morning came, <laughs> but she had told me, you have talked about it so much, I probably won't even get it. I am so tired. Okay, so I thought I wasn't going to get it. I was greatly disappointed. I knew I was going to get toys. And we always got plenty of treats. We had Christmas stock and them things were so heavy. When you picked them up, you had to go like this. Ugh, ugh. All kind of fruits and candy and underwear and undershirts and, yeah, socks. and There were some big stockings, y'all. So I knew I would get that plus some other gifts because we always had good Christmases with our silver Christmas tree that had a little rotating light and the thing, the silver would catch the... <laughs> yeah, that's way back. Yeah, y'all, I'm dating myself. But I knew I would get the other stuff, but I did not know I would get that Shelly doll because of what she said. I was persistent, but I kind of got on her nerves. But guess what? That put in her brain, and she could not forget that Shelly doll. And she's a mother. So she's not going to disappoint her child. Amen. Not intentionally. When I got downstairs and I looked under the tree and I didn't see anything that looked like a box with a Shelly doll in it. And I was so disappointed. But guess what? My mom, my mom was slick. <laughs> I guess that's where I get it from, y'all. She had put it inside of a box with a sweater that she had bought me. I opened that box up, knowing I could shake it. I knew it was something in there. I said, well, maybe she got me a pair of shoes or something with it. Anyway, I opened the box, and guess what was in there? That Shelly doll. Today, I could not tell you what color that sweater was, but I could tell you about that Shelly doll. Amen. With that long, black, flowing hair, I opened that container. It was hard to open. I took my teeth and started biting. She said, wait a minute. She took the scissors and she cut it on the side and she pulled the plastic back. 
and I took that doll and I looked at it. I said, Mom, thank you. Oh, I couldn't stop thanking my mom, you know, because I wanted that doll so bad. And believe me, I kept that doll for a long time. I combed that doll's hair bone. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But I enjoyed that doll. I still don't know what color that sweater was. Amen. I thanked her for everything. But today, I could not tell you what color that sweater was. But I can tell you all about my Shelly doll. Because it was something that I wanted. Something that I was persistent in asking for. And with my mom, just like our Heavenly Father, he's going to give it to you. Amen. Hallelujah. Is there another scripture, Sister Stephanie? Yeah, the shall be I'm sorry? The shall be oh, yes. Where is that? What book is that from? Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 says, Ask, and ye shall be given. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and the door shall be opened unto you. Amen. For everyone that asketh, receiveth, everyone that seeks, finds, and to everyone that knocks, the door shall be open. Now, answer a question for me. When you're asking for something, yeah, maybe you're asking one time. Mm -hmm. But most of us have to ask more than one time. When you're seeking for something, seeking denotes doing something more than one time, especially knocking. When you knock on somebody's door, what do you do? You don't just go and say, because they would hear it and think maybe it was a bird that ran into the door or somebody threw a rock at the door or whatever. When you're knocking, you're going, am I right? Isn't that being persistent, repeating, amen? Repetition. Mm. Thank you. Glory be to God. See, you got to study the word, break it down, line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little and there a little. Study, run references, look up words. Ask the Holy Ghost to come in and explain it to you. Persistent prayer. The fervent Persistent prayer of the righteous availeth much. Amen. I'm not changing the word. All of it is the word of God. Hallelujah. But that's what it means. The fervent, persistent prayer of the righteous. We who are God's children availeth much. You don't just pray one time and then forget it. You pray. And if you want to pray again, pray again. And start thanking him while you're praying. And watch it manifest. The blessings of the Lord are yea and amen to his children. Amen. Yes and amen is what he will say. Like I said, delay is not denial. So don't think because it hasn't came yet that you're not going to get it. Be persistent. And if it is in God's will and in God's word, if you're a saint of God, you're not going to ask for something that's not in God's will or his word anyway. Amen.
God wants you to have houses. He wants you to have cars. He wants you to have clothing. He wants you to live a life of a king's child. Amen. Now, he's not going to bless you with Susie's husband. That's Susie's husband. Amen. He's not going to bless you, men, with John's wife. That's John's wife. But he will give you a wife of your own that's going to be better than what you're looking at. Amen. He always blesses you above and beyond anything you can ask or think. Amen. Hallelujah. So be persistent in your prayer. Hallelujah. Ask, keep on asking. Seek, keep on seeking. Knock and keep on knocking. Amen. For everyone that asks, receives. Everyone that seeks, findeth. And to everyone that knock, the door shall be opened unto you. Amen. And when you believe, when you say, by faith, I know that thus and so is going to happen. The Bible said you shall have what you say. Amen. So remember what I said. Be persistent in your prayers. Hallelujah. And watch God answer, no matter what it is. As long as it's in his word and it's his will, then yes, sir, yes, ma'am, your prayers will be get, will get answered. Amen. I'm beginning to sound like mush mouth. I'm sorry, y'all. My mouth is dry this morning. On um, Fat Albert. <laughs> I come up with some weird things I know. But that's our message this morning. Amen. I want to make an announcement. Hallelujah. Today is October the 13th. Happy birthday to any of you who were born on this day, wherever you are. Amen. Hallelujah. Happy birthday to you. Amen. I'm not going to sing a song, but my voice, like I said this morning, is is it's okay, but my flow is dry, y'all. Hey, I'm always having some kind of trouble. But you know what? I'm still blessed. And I can guarantee you when I get off this phone, or rather off, <laughs> off of this live program, that my voice will be fine. I'm going to drink some hot coffee, and my voice will be fine, because this water's not cutting it. But I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I've already wished you a happy birthday. Oh, yes. Our monthly newsletter. Our subscribership has increased. Amen. And I thank you, thank you, thank you for all of our new subscribers on Periscope, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Facebook fan page, and on YouTube, and on Blog Talk Radio. Amen. I thank you, thank you, thank you, each new subscriber. Amen. And I want you to take what you're hearing, <clears throat> and I want you all to pass it on. Don't just keep it to yourself. Be a witness. Pass it on. Make a disciple for Christ. Amen. I don't know why I'm looking up there. Make a disciple for Christ. See, we think getting people saved or Witnessing to people is hard. No, it's not. 
you have a PDF that you can download. You can take it and email it to friends, family, your enemies. Email it to them. You got their contact. You got their email. Email it to them. Witness to them through that. Amen. Hallelujah. Also, you can tell people about our um, reaching the masses ministry.com site. Tell people about it. I'm going to see if we can get some bumper stickers. Maybe you want to use a bumper sticker or a business card. I don't know what we're going to do, but whatever God says to do is what we're going to do. Amen. But by all means, tell your friends and your family about this funny lady there on Reaching the Massive Media Ministry that comes on with her little country jokes that one that says she's bougie ghetto. Yeah, tell them about it because I want them to hear the word. The rest of the mess is just feelings. Amen. I try to make it light, but I'm going to give you the word because the word is not funny. The word is true, solid, and it comes from the mouth of God. Amen. So look beyond all the foolishness and hear the word. Amen. Hallelujah. My personality sometimes creeps in. Like I said, I'm just me, you know. But I want you to hear the word, not me. Don't look at my failing wardrobe this morning. Like I said, I'm, I'm losing weight, so yeah. And that's a good thing. Nothing's wrong with me. But like I said, I came out of that cold and I didn't eat that much. And you know, when you don't eat that much for a month, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I love you all. And I thank you for coming out today. Like I said, go to reachingthemassesministry.com and sign up for our newsletter. All you have to do is push subscribe. And when you subscribe, then you will automatically each month get a digital newsletter with all kind of useful information in it and um, recipes from Sister Stephanie. Um, what was the recipe this month? Oh, she's got a recipe for a caramel apple up there. Um, and we'll do something different next month. But um, we're, we're going to expand that newsletter. Because I want to see if she can put like something talking or maybe I can be on there welcoming you or whatever. I'm, I'm not sure because I am not the expert, y'all. I don't know what all this stuff is. I know she has a Mac Air computer and she has a GoPro camera and all kinds. Yeah, I don't know about this stuff. All I know is that she knows what she's doing, and I trust her. Amen? That's why I said, go to her if you need a website, a vlog, or a blog, or if you need a podcast. Amen? She is a certified web designer. Her company is called Webs by Steph. Go to her email Contact her. Have you got a number yet? Mm-hmm. You have a number? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me let her, let me let the, the, the owner herself explain it to you. 
She's the one that's sponsoring this program. So, yes, Stephanie. Um, my name is Stephanie Bridget. You can email me at webspystuff. That's W-E-B-S-B-Y-S-T-E-P-H at gmail.com. Or you call me at uh, 276-286-0076. That's 276-286-0076. I can make you a, a WordPress website. A blog, a vlog, I can make newsletters, PDFs, PowerPoints, I can make logos, and yeah, as I go on, I'm learning more stuff, so I'm just trying to expand my resume and have more skills, so email me or we, uh, or call me, and I also have a blog that's coming up, so you can contact me on there too. It's going to be by the same name, Web Spy Stuff. Amen. Y'all hear that, right? Or you can find me on Facebook, <laughs> Stephanie Pritchett. You can become friends with me. I'll probably make a, a page for words by stuff, but you can find fan me page, yeah. a fan page. Or you, you can just befriend me on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She said Stephanie you can befriend her on, I'm sorry? I was just saying there's many ways to contact me. <laughs> yeah, she said there's a lot of ways to contact her. Um, and you have the phone number, you have the email. She's also on Instagram, Stephanie Pritchett, and um, she's on Facebook, Befriend Her, and she's getting ready to make a fan page. Okay, I hear Block Talk. She's warning me. I think she said 90 seconds. But we thank you all for coming out this morning to this Sunday morning service. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, be persistent in your prayer. Thank him, but be persistent. Keep on praying. Keep on thanking him. Put some worship in it too, because God loves your worship. Amen. And let it be a dialogue. Monologue is one, right? Yeah. Let it be a dialogue rather than a monologue. You've been listening to Reaching the Masses Media Ministry Sunday morning service. I am your host, Evangelist Portia McIver, and along with Sister Stephanie of Webs by Steph, the sponsor of this program, saying, have a great Sunday. Remember, God loves you, and so do we. All of you who are not saved, ask yourself, where will I spend eternity? Bye, y'all. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.